If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Dribble, lets it fly. He throws it! FNTSY and Sports Grid Network present Ball in his hands. Game on the line. Buddy, no. Tipped up by Nance. Hit the horn! Hardwood takeaways. It's Lillard. He got the shot off. Hello and welcome to Hardwood Takeaways brought to you by the Sports Grid. Get on the grid. I'm your host, Scott Bogman. You can find me on the Twitter at Bogman Sports. Huge NBA weekend this weekend, especially Saturday, where we had 14 games going on. So let's jump right in and let's go to the two win teams of the week. There were, of course, six of them this week, starting with the Lakers, 128-120 over Portland in Portland and 108-95 at home against Dallas. They win their two games, 26-7 and is their record now. The uh, win against Portland snapped a four-game losing streak. They beat Portland 32-18 to in an assist. The Blazers stayed in the game for most of it. They actually went up with about five minutes left in the third, but the Lakers came back. 
Uh, it went into the fourth with an eight-point lead, and that's uh, pretty much what ended it. It was a big Kuzma game. He said, yeah, I'm just healthy now. Um, I'm confident in my body. I took a lot of, uh, I took a little bit of time off sitting out for five games and really just self-collected what I needed to do and get it done. And he was a 24 points, four boards and assist in this game. And Vogel said he wanted an edge to his team. He said, I got an uh, early tech. I wanted our group to feel that it's not fun losing. We're a good team and we were able to use that to our advantage and uh, take it out on this team. So they win 128-120. And then uh, over Dallas, they outshot the Mavs 48-36%. to 36%. LeBron assisted on his 9,000th shot. It was a assist to Anthony Davis. He is the ninth player in NBA history for that. AD had a big one against Dallas, 23-9-4 with two steals and a block. And the Lakers pretty much led wire to wire in that one. Kuzma, after his big game, was 0-7 for 7 in that one. He didn't score a point. Uh, LeBron 13-6 with 13 assists and two steals. The Bucks were another team to go 2-0 this weekend. 112-86 at Atlanta and 111-100 versus Orlando, bringing them to 29-5. No Giannis or Bledsoe in either one of these. Uh, the Hawks, uh, they shot outshot the Hawks 50-36% to and still had fewer threes than Atlanta 12-11. And uh, Budenholzer said, I think it was pretty much a complete game by our group. Uh, the defense stood out to me in the first half, I think, holding the Hawks to 40 points at halftime. Gave us a nice cushion. We kind of uh, could ride that out for the rest of the game. Middleton had 23 points, 8 boards, 7 assists. And uh, he said, just trying to initiate the offense. I'd much rather have my guys out there with me, of course, but he led them to victory in this one. The game against the Magic, they outshot them 51-40%. to They out-rebounded them 57-35. to uh, The Magic pulled it within four at the end of the third, but Ilyasova knocked down two threes early in the fourth to put them back up 10, or back up 11 at that point, and that was pretty much all she wrote. Middleton with another nice one, 21-5-7 and seven with two steals. Robin Lopez, George Hill, and Ilyasova all scored 17 points in that game. The Heat also going 2-0 by a combined two points, 113-112 over the, the Pacers, and they out-rebounded the Pacers 56-34. And appropriately, Dragic made a shot with seven seconds left to put the Heat up for good on the third shot of the possession after two offensive rebounds for the Heat. And um, Dragic said those last two rebounds, those plays speak for themselves, we're never going to give up. Uh, Bam had a big one, big one in that one, 18, 15 boards and six assists. And then they beat um, the Sixers 117-116 in overtime. The Heat have an NBA uh, best 15-1 home record. Butler put the Heat up with 2.3 seconds left when he hit the second of two free throws. Philly couldn't knock it down late, and Miami wins back-to-back one-point games. Uh, at the end of regulation, Butler stole the ball uh, from Embiid and kicked it out to Hero, who knocked down a three with 6.9 seconds left to put Miami up two, but Richardson got to the line. Uh, didn't make either one. He missed the first one and then missed the second one on purpose. Ben Simmons came back with a putback to send it to overtime, but Jimmy Butler 25-9-9 and with two steals and a block as the Heat go 2-0 this weekend. The Nuggets also 2-0, 119-110 at Memphis, and then they beat the uh, Kings 120-115 uh, at home at 23 and nine is their record now seven triple double for Jokic in that game against Memphis and the Grizzlies almost came back in that one I mean I know they won by nine points but Jokic said in the first uh, first quarter they scored 11 points in the fourth they scored 42 
Um, it's a huge difference. We have to focus on closing halves, closing quarters, and closing games out. Uh, they never trailed after the first and led by as many as 23 points, but giving up 42 in the fourth uh, did make it a little bit scary. Uh, 121-15 over Sacramento. They won nine of their last 10 with that victory. Uh, the Nuggets were up by as many as 14 in the fourth quarter, but then the Kings hit four threes to bring it within two points, uh, but they couldn't close it out. It was the first career start for Michael Porter Jr. with Paul Millsap missing this game. Uh, 26 minutes, 19-6-1 for him on 8 of 10 shooting. Seven players were in double figures, and uh, Porter said, I was just uh, wanting to blend with the starting lineup and do what I could on the court. I feel uh, less nervous starting just because you go straight warming up into the game instead of sitting down watching it felt pretty natural uh the thunder also 2-0 this weekend 104-102 in overtime at charlotte and 98-97 at toronto 17 and 15 is their record now so they had two wins by a combined three points they shot uh 16 percent from three six for 31 but charlotte was seven for 39 at 17 percent in that game against Charlotte, CP3 was big down the stretch, hit two shots to tie it up in regulation to send it into overtime. He had 16.7 boards, six assists, and a steal. Billy Donovan said he was great. He made, obviously, some big shots and some big plays. He made some key shots coming down the stretch. And uh, Borrego said Chris Paul's a handful. He's still a handful. Uh, Steven Adams put back a CP3 miss to go up for good in overtime late as they won that one. And then 98-97, SGA tied a career high uh, for the third time this season with 32 points. There were 20 lead changes and 10 ties in that game at Toronto. Uh, SGA made the go-ahead bucket with 36 seconds left and grabbed a miss from Fred Van Vliet to seal it on the other end. Schroeder and Gallinari were both inactive. SGA, like I said, 32-7 and two assists, three steals, three three-pointers. Chris Paul in that one, 25-11-8 with three triples. And Nerlens Noel, in 19 minutes, had 13 points, four boards, and assists, three steals, and three blocks, filling up the stat sheet. The last team, very surprising to go 2-0 this weekend, the Pelicans. 120-98 against the Pacers, 127-112 over my Rockets. Their record is now 11-23. and uh, They knocked down 18 threes on 42 attempts for 42% uh, shooting from three against the Pacers. And they held uh, the Pacers to six threes on 21 attempts, just 21%. Uh, Brandon Ingram said it's important for us to think defense first. Everybody's feeling pretty comfortable in what they're doing on the defensive end, and that's leading to a rhythm on offense. The confidence is just flowing all around the room. It gives us a lot of confidence now. Drew Holiday said going through obstacles is something that happens all the time in this league. So being able to push through together is a good thing. Uh, Ingram, 24-5-7 and seven with two steals, and all five starters were in double figures for the Pels in that game. And in the game against the Rockets, they went in trailing by seven in the fourth, but they took over and outscored the Rockets 41-19 to in the fourth quarter. A career-high seven threes for Lonzo Ball. Etwan Moore uh, hit five threes and scored a season-high 25 most of that coming in the second half in the fourth quarter. I was watching that game. Uh, the one-win teams here, we've got the Jazz 120-107 over the Clippers. They're 20-12 and 12 now. They out outshot the Clippers 52-36%. to 36%. They held them scoreless in the last three and a half minutes of the game, and they went on an 11-0 run to close it out. Donovan Mitchell, 30 points, 7 boards, 9 assists, and a steal. All starters in double figures. Jordan Clarkson in his second game with the Jazz. Uh, 19, four uh, rebounds and two assists. The Spurs also beat the Pistons 136 to 109, bringing their record up to 13 and 18. 
They outshot the Pistons 56 to 44%. Um, they went uh, 18 for 35 from deep. And uh, Popovich said that's what the league is all about, opening up the paint so you get penetration and you kick it and everybody shoots threes. Boring, but that's the game. The Spurs had averaged 26 three-point attempts per game, but 35 in this one. Uh, they went on uh, third quarter 25-9 to nine run to pull away in this one. It's how the league is going, and people like me, Aldridge, have to learn how to space the floor and help uh, the team out that way. And Aldridge had a career-high five threes in that game. Uh, 25 points, 12 boards, an assist, a steal, two blocks, and five triples. Uh, the Bulls want to know this weekend, 116-81 versus Atlanta, bringing their record up to 13-20. and They outshot the Hawks 49-37%. They shot 48% from three, 15-31. It was a big Laurie marketing game, 25 points, four boards, and assists. And uh, Boylan said, I think he's starting to learn how we play, where he can get his shots. We've been coaching him on getting ahead of the ball and being more active, and I think he's done it. Laurie was uh, recovering from a flu bug, and Zach Levine said, he looked fine to me. If he's going to play like that, I think he should be sick more often. Once he knocked down the first couple, you have to look for him because we need him to get in that rhythm. And that was a third win in the last four games for the Bulls as well. The Knicks want to know this weekend. They were playing the Wizards. 107-100 at Washington. They win 9-24. and They outshot the Wizards by 10%, 44-34%. Fifth win for Mike Miller since taking over. And the Knicks had four wins when he was promoted. Fizdale was 4-18. and Miller is 5-6. and Julius Randle, huge game in this one. 30 points, 16 boards, 6 assists, a steal. Miller said he's been fantastic. He's been doing so many different things. But the scoring is all timely. It's when you need a basket. He's got such a confidence about him. He's making all the plays, and he's really conscious of doing the other things He's really impacting me. 19 lead changes, but the Knicks took the lead with eight minutes left in the game, and that was the last lead change. Uh, these teams that split, beginning with the Celtics, who won 129-117 at Cleveland, but lost 97-113 versus Toronto, uh, bringing their record to 22-8. It was the fifth straight win for the Celtics when they beat Cleveland. They took a 22-point lead midway through the second and never looked back. Uh, Career-high 34 points for Jalen Brown in that one. Against the Raptors, they were outshot 39 to 52%. Uh, Marcus Smart returned after missing the last eight games with his weird eye infection that spread to both of his eyes. Um, uh, and he played 23 minutes. And they pulled close twice in the third within a couple points, but they just couldn't close it out against the Raptors. Uh, the Raptors, like I said, 113 to 97, that win at Boston, but then they lost that game 97 98 against the Thunder. They are 22 and 11. Uh, I just told you they outshot the Celtics. Uh, they held the Celtics to 7 of 32 from uh, 3, 21%. They out-rebounded them 53 to 31. And that was all with still no Siakam Powell or Gasol. The Raptors uh, led pretty much the whole game. Boston made that run uh, in the third, but that was pretty much it. Lowry, 30 points, 4 boards, 7 assists, and 2 steals. 20 lead changes and 10 ties in that game against the Thunder. Um, that's the one where SGA knocked down the winner. Uh, the Rockets... 1-1 one one this weekend. I wanted to say 2-0 because they should have beat the Pelicans because they were leading most of that game. But they beat the Nets 108-98, and they lost to the Pelicans 127-112. They're 22-11. They had won five of their last six with that win against the Nets. Um, Nets cut a 22-point lead down to five late in the fourth quarter. And Harden said, we were able to guard when we need to, but we're, we were up 22 points. We've got to somehow, some way, figure out how to maintain that earlier in the game, and then we won't have to worry about it in the fourth quarter. 
He had 44 points, 10 boards, 6 assists, a steal in 3 blocks, and 6 triples. Uh, we couldn't hit a shot for a while, uh, but the last 4 or 5, the defense was good. You've got to be able to rely on defense when the shots don't go in, and I felt like we did that tonight. Uh, Westbrook and Tareem Prince were booted from this game uh, after uh, a hard foul from Prince on Westbrook with about 20 seconds left in the game. And then against the Pelicans, I told you they were up seven going into the fourth and were outscored 41-19. to uh, Not making excuses, but no Capella, no Harden, no Westbrook uh, in that game. Capella and Harden were both sitting. That was Harden's first missed game of the year. He had a sore toe. Uh, the announcer said he could barely get on the plane. And Westbrook uh, was resting on a back-to-back. He's been doing that this year. But Rockets go down 1-1. One one. The Mavs, they beat the Warriors 141-121. And they lost to the Lakers in that 95-108 game. They're 21-11 now. Ninth triple-double of the year for Luka in that win against the Warriors. 31 points, 12 boards, 15 assists, 2 steals, 5 threes. And Luka said, I didn't expect they were going to trap me in the half court if they trapped me. They have to play four-on-three basketball, which is easy. It's just one player on the court. We have five, and if they trap me, I'm glad. We're going to hit those open shots. That's easy basketball for us. Uh, This one did get a little chippy. Draymond got a little chippy with Porzingis when they were both uh, head-to-head, and they were teed up late, and Marquise Chris pushed Luka in the back, and Luka got in his face. So just look to see the next time they play. I mean, this is kind of what Draymond does, and uh, he's the team leader now so we'll see how that goes bad shooting night for almost everybody in that loss to the lakers porzingis four for 10 Doncic five for 14 curry three for 11 maxi Kleber one of six they shot a season low 30.4 percent in the first half of that game and you're not going to overcome that the magic one and one on the weekend as well they beat philly 98 97 but they lost to the bucks 100 to 111 they're 14 and 18 they had a 10 point lead with a minute and 49 seconds left against Philly, but they missed uh, six of 11 free throws, including four in the last 30 seconds to let Philly back in. And Bede missed a 30-foot heave at the end of the night. And um, Fournier, after the win, said it felt like magic basketball tonight as far as defensive preparation. They're one of the top teams in the East, and we were ready for a fight. We need to be like that every night. Against the Bucks, they kept it close for the majority of the game, but the Bucks pulled away in the fourth. Our starters did defend. Steve Clifford said it's pretty simple. Uh, just look at the box score. Their bench guys played really well. They had more guys play well than we did, and they were outscored 28-51 to 51 from bench scoring. The Grizzlies, 110-119. They lose to Denver, but they beat the Hornets 117-104. They're 13-21 now. Memphis shot 61.5% in the fourth quarter and 60.4% in the second half after hitting just three of 14 shots in the first quarter. It was a tough first quarter for us, Taylor Jenkins said. We weren't able to get a lot of shots to fall, both layups and threes during the first quarter and a half, but I love our resolve. Uh, Pulled it within seven points with five and change left, but Denver scored the next six and just leaned on it. In the game against the Hornets, uh, Dylan Brooks scored 20, and when he scores 20, the Grizzlies are 8-0, he said, people say it a lot, but I'm just out here trying to win regardless of if I shoot shoot it well or if I'm not shooting it well. And uh, Jaron Jackson said, everybody's just playing together. Uh, they finished 8-8 eight and eight for December. It's not a matter of anything clicking anymore. Shots are falling a lot, and we're playing better defensively. 
That's the big thing. I think everybody is locked in defensively. The Hornets pulled it within eight in the fourth, but couldn't get any closer than that. Uh, the Suns lose to the Warriors 96-105, but they beat the Kings 112-110. They're 12-20. and They led for most of the game um, against the Warriors, but they let it slip away in the fourth. And uh, Monty Williams said, we put ourselves in situations where we weren't playing well. I thought we uh, would play with more energy and an edge. We just have to be more solid. It was a big Booker game, 34 points, three boards, four assists, and two steals, but that was it. Against the Kings, they snapped the eight-game losing streak, winning that one. Booker missed a free throw with six seconds left that allowed the Kings to go for the game winner, but Barnes missed the three-pointer to end it. Booker, another big one here, 32-3-10 and 10 with two steals. And the Suns went from 27 turnovers in that Friday game to only 14 in the win against the Kings on Saturday. The Cavs also won and won. Uh, they lost to Boston 117-129, to uh, and they were down by as many as 23 in that game. They pulled it into nine uh, early in the fourth, but they didn't get any closer than that. Kevin Love, 30.7 boards, four assists, and then they beat the T-Wolves 94-88 to on the road. They're 10-22. and uh, they only made four threes, but they out-rebounded the Wolves 61-39 to to take that win. Uh, they had an NBA-worst 29 turnovers in the game, and Coach Beeline said never, ever, ever when asked if he could recall winning a game with that many turnovers. He said, I'm trying to put it all together. It's not like we shot the lights out either, but our defense was the difference. The Wolves only had two leads in this game. One was two-zip. And the other one was with 6.44 left in the game when they went on a 9-0 run. Uh, no Kevin Love for the Cavs in this one. And Tristan Thompson said, uh, showed a lot of resiliency. The team is fighting. We've won four of the last five games, so something is going on, uh, going in the right direction. And uh, Sexton and Garland both had 18 for the Cavs in that win. The Warriors, they beat the Suns 105-96, to and they lost to the, the Mavs 121-141. 9-25 is their record. Fourth straight win it was for the Warriors when they beat the Suns. And Steve Kerr said, I just think we've got a little momentum and our guys are feeling it. Just uh, stayed with it at this point. We believe we can win uh, down the stretch. We've definitely taken a step forward in that regard. Uh, they were down 10 with 7.30 left in the game. And then uh, they took the lead uh, 91-89 during an 8-0 stretch and never let it go. Uh, Draymond said we're getting better as a team. A month ago, uh, we would have lost this game by 40 with the way we were playing in the first half. We're able to stick around. When you stick around the way we did, eventually shots will fall. Uh, big D'Angelo Russell game, 31 points, 5 boards, 6 assists, and a steal with 4 triples. He stayed hot going into that Dallas game. He had 30 points and 8 threes in the first half, but he ran into Dwight Powell in the third, and uh, he left with a shoulder injury. It looked like a neck injury. It looked scary, but it wasn't that bad. Uh, 35, 4, and 6 with nine threes is what he ended with. He said, thank God it wasn't anything too serious, just a little shoulder contusion. The contact kind of knocked the wind out of me, but I'm good now. Uh, the Mavs pulled away after D'Lo went down, uh, scoring 45 points in the third. The one-loss teams, I told you about the Clippers losing to the Jazz. They're 23-11 and 11 now. Uh, they last held the lead with about 10 minutes left to go in the fourth, but then they didn't score in the last three and a half minutes. Uh, Montrez Harrell didn't play due to illness in that game. and Just a bad shooting night from the big dude. Six for 24 for Kawhi, uh, six for 20 for Paul George, and five for 14 for Lou Williams. The Nets lost their one game to the Rockets. They're 16 and 15. 
Kenny Atkinson said, we gave ourselves a chance, but the other side of the coin is, I don't think we're playing very well. That's the second game in a row where I feel like we're out of sync. I don't know what it is. We're just not in rhythm right now, especially offensively. Dinwiddie had 17 points, but on only 6 of 20 shooting. That was her second straight loss. Uh, they came all the way back to take the late lead with nine minutes. Like I said, the, the Rockets have not been closing out games. Uh, but uh, being down 22, they couldn't close it out. And I believe this was the 20th missed game in a row for Kyrie, and they said he's going to be out for another week. Uh, the Blazers, 120-128. They lost their game to the Lakers. They're 14-19. Um, they started Scala Bissier in the uh, for the 13th different starting lineup that they've used in that game against the Lakers. Uh, he got hurt, and now he won't travel on their five-game road trip. And they still only have one win over a team uh, with a 500 or better record this year. So 14-19, but uh, one of those wins is against a winning team. Lillard, 31 points, two boards, nine assists, a steal and a block. With four triples, McCollum 18-2-4. The T-Wolves lost their one game to Cleveland. Cat and Wiggins both missed that game, and they got out-rebounded 39-61 tonight. We stayed in the game, but once again, it wasn't pretty. Coach Ryan Saunders said, it's not one of those things where those two guys were uh, out so we completely scrap a system. We didn't knock down a lot of shots. We left a lot of points on the board, finishing at the rim and stuff. The game was there for us to take. But like I said, we just didn't execute, and that was from Robert Covington. Uh, the Pistons lost their game against the Spurs. They're 12-21 now. They allowed the Spurs to shoot 56%. There's nothing you can do about that when a team gets going like that, Drummond said. It's hard to stop them, especially a team uh, uh, like San Antonio, who is known for playing really well. If they're hitting on all cylinders from 3-2, it's going to be a long night. Uh, Casey on the big third quarter run, the 25 to nine. He said, I thought we competed hard until that time. And then the avalanche hit and the resilience, we didn't bounce back. That was a disappointing thing. The wizards lost their one game to the Knicks. Bradley Beal didn't play with a sore right leg. He had played 194 straight games before missing that one. Bertans, Hachimura and Wagner will all miss the next week. At least Gary Payton. The second has been playing pretty well since he signed on the 23rd. He had uh, 15 points, six boards, two of six, six steals in that game. He said, I've been hungry for it ever since I got here in and out of the G league. And I'm trying to find somewhere to stick. I think these guys here appreciate what I do. So hopefully he'll stick around because the wizards need some playmakers Two lost teams here. Uh, crappy for the Sixers. They're the opposite of the Heat. They had two losses by a combined two points. They're 23-12 and 12 now. Uh, snapped a three-game win streak for them. They hit three threes in the last minute uh, and a half to pull within one. Simmons stole an inbounds pass in that game against Orlando. Um, with five seconds left, he kicked it to Embiid, who missed the shot. And he said it was a playoff m- uh, moment as far as the physical side of it. And I thought... We responded with a D minus, Brett Brown said. Uh, it was a statement thing, a physical thing, and we responded poorly. In that game against the Heat, in overtime, uh, it was their first back-to-back one-point losses since 1995. Ben Simmons uh, put the the missed free throw by Richardson back to send it into overtime, but Philly has lost 10 of their last 14. The Sixers had a five-point lead twice in the last minute and 45 seconds of regulation, and Miami came back to tie it. Uh, the Pacers 0-2. They're 21-12 now, 112-113 at Miami, and then they got their doors blown off by the Pelicans. Aaron Holiday missed a 10-foot jumper that would have put the Pacers up with about a second left in that game against the Heat. 
uh, five lead changes in the last two and a half minutes of the game. And Coach McMillan said it comes down to the plays we have to execute, and we didn't. The defensive possession where if we get a stop and we get the rebound and possibly win the game, I think they got three offensive rebounds on that possession, and then we have the last possession of the game and we didn't score. You have to make those plays, and we didn't do that. That was the one... Um, that was the one where they got the uh, two offensive boards because they outboarded uh, the the Pacers so well the Heat did. And that game against the Pelicans, um, Nate McMillan said they were just trying to run us out of the gym. And then we had a tough one last night. The pace was a little fast. We just need to control the tempo tonight, and we couldn't hit any shots. They shot 38%, and they only made six threes in that loss to the Pelicans. The Hornets 0-2. They're kind of coming back down to earth here a little bit, 13-22 and 22 now. Uh, 102 to 104, they lost to the Thunder in overtime at 104-117. That loss at Memphis. Now they're down three in overtime. Graham slipped on an inbounds pass, and the Thunder grabbed it and hit free throws, and that was it. They held the Thunder scoreless until five minutes into the first quarter of that game, but let him back in. P.J. Washington came back after missing the previous five games with a broken finger, played 37 minutes, only 14 points, five boards, and a block, though. And that game against Memphis, uh, P.J. Washington said, I think uh, we were just coming down and taking early threes and taking some early mid-ranges. I think we could have done a better job of moving the ball. They pulled it within nine in the fourth quarter, but that was as close as they got in that one. Just not a good game for them at all. The Kings lost both of their games, um, 110 to 112 against Phoenix, 115 to 120 at Denver. They're 12 and 21, six straight losses and seven straight losses for them this weekend. Uh, Barnes had a shot at. Uh, three to win it against the Suns. Uh, Holmes and Walton were called for technical fouls for arguing a call on Holmes. Buddy Heald led the Kings in field goal attempts after complaining about not getting the ball enough, and he had 25 points, 23 points, five boards, two assists, and a block with four triples in that game. And then um, in that game against Denver when they lost, uh, Luke Walton said, you give up 31 free throws to a playoff team on their home court on a back end of a back-to-back it's going to be hard to get that win. And Buddy Heald said, we weren't guarding people from the beginning of the game. We didn't keep the man we were guarding in front of us. This is the way we've played for the past seven games. But in good news, De'Aaron Fox returned the lineup after missing two games. He said, I felt all right. I felt obligated to go out and do what I needed to do. It doesn't matter that I was in pain. He had 33 minutes, 18, boards, 18 points, two boards, and 13 assists. And the last team that was 0-2 this weekend was the Hawks. 86-112, that lost to Milwaukee, and 81-116 at Chicago. They lost 6-27, ninth and 10th straight losses for them. Uh, no Trey Young in either one of these games. And Lloyd Pierce said, who's stepping up? Who's the next man up? Who do we insert in the lineup? Who do we insert in rotation and can impact the game? That's the only spirit we have. It's pro sports. You adjust and you do it. I don't know what any of that means. It sounds like a bunch of nonsense to me from uh, from Casey, but or Lloyd Pierce, excuse me. But uh, Alan Crabb led them in scoring with 20 points off the bench, and they got their doors blown off. They got the crap kicked out of them against Chicago, too. Collins led in scoring 34 points, eight boards, two assists, and a, a steal. Alex Len was second with 10 points. No one else had more than six. And Lloyd Pierce said, another rough night in Chicago. Uh, another back-to-back where we just didn't have it. Ten-game losing streak for the second time this season, and no Trey Young. Uh, looking at the Monday schedule here, we've got six games. Atlanta is on the road against the Magic. Guess what? Take the Magic. 
Uh, Miami on the road against Washington. Miami, easy in that one. Milwaukee on the road against the Bucks. Give me the Bucks. Timberwolves and the Nets. The Timberwolves are playing terribly right now. Give me the Nets. Easy. Jazz, 10.5-point favorites against the Pistons. I would take them. And the Blazers, four-point favorites at home against the Suns. I would also take them. That is everything I got for you. You guys can follow me on the Twitter, at Bogman Sports, at SportsGrid, at Is It The Welsh. Enjoy your Monday, and I will see you probably not until Thursday or Friday. So have a good week, everybody. Have a happy new year, and I will see you next year. Take it easy. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to to start listening.